Good morning and welcome to uh, the Ask Elsa podcast. And I am Elsa Kepi and I'm coming to you from what today is sunny Nova Scotia in Canada. And we are talking today about power and how that affects our relationships. And, you know, power is such a touchy topic or a, a big topic, I thought we could just have some fun kind of delving into some different thoughts around power and empowerment within our relationships today. If you would like to follow up and find out more about me and my work, you can see my website, pleasureforhealth.com. You can also look up ailsakepi.com and find out more about me there. Um, I am an intimacy and relationship coach and I specifically am fascinated by the dynamics within relationships. And so power is something that definitely comes up. And I think the first thing we that I sort of think about when I imagine the word power is that it's something that one person has and one person doesn't have. Like in a relationship, one person has the power and the other person doesn't have the power. Um, and ideally, perhaps we are, you know, both empowered and we can both have like equal power. This is something, you know, we, a lot of us kind of ideologically strive for having, you know, kind of, well, I'm going to we're going to have equality. We're going to share the power in our relationship. And what does that actually look like? Because honestly, most of us don't even realize when we are in the up power position or the down power position, if you want to use those words. And when do we give up our power? When are we taking the power, um, you know, without consent and all of those nuances of around power. So some of the things we might want to think about is that historically we thought of power like this, like it was this sort of undeniable kind of thing that you had if you were perhaps uh, a male, you know, in a male-female relationship, maybe if you were a man, you had the power. If a woman, you didn't. Um, if you were a practitioner, a doctor, a therapist, you had the power and the client didn't. And so this is, um, you know, kind of saying, oh, you have the power because of who you are um, in the world. And that just gives you undeniable power. But I would say that, you know, if you are a man or if you're a therapist, you know absolutely from your own experience that this isn't always true. And also vice versa. If you are a client, you might, you know, or a woman, you might say, well, no, I sometimes do feel powerful or I feel powerful all the time um, or I have power. So, you know, how does that work and why do we still hang on to these kind of antiquated ideas of power? that somebody has it and somebody doesn't. And I think this comes up for me a lot when we talk about, you know, government power. It's like, oh, well, you know, the government has power and I don't have any power. And I think some of what's coming up right now in the world is, well, what what is our power as the people? You know, what is the power of the people compared to the government? What it, What is my power in a relationship, um, you know, and how can I step up to that? Um, so power, if we want to give it a definition, and this is um, paraphrasing some of Cedar Barstow's work, who, who uh, talks about power a lot, but is the ability to exert influence or control in a situation. 
So the ability to exert influence or control in a situation, you know, could be a personal thing. We could say, hey, I have control over whether I stay present in this relationship or in this interaction or I walk away. I have control over how I respond in this situation. Um, I can exert influence by, you know, uh, being emotional. Sometimes we as women, sometimes, you know, we have emotional uh, ways of uh, exerting influence in a relationship. I could stay very calm and have an influence. Um, you know, somebody could have anger management issues and perhaps they throw a tantrum and that exerts uh, influence. You know, pretty much any way that we are responding or being in a relationship has some sort of influence, unless we're talking to kind of an automaton type of person, which I'm not sure there even is. And, you know, this is how I work with abusive relationships a lot. And this is how a lot of times someone, you know, ends up becoming abusive because they realize they see the influence they have and they begin to, um, you know, use that as a power play, if you will. So if they see that every time they raise their voice, you become more docile or you don't talk back because you're scared, then they know that raising their voice will have that particular influence. And if they want to railroad you into doing something, then they could do that. If they see that raising their voice means that they get, you know, um, hit and punched in the face, then they may choose to make, to do something different. So, you know, we, we are all the time in our relationships noticing what, what, you know, our, what is our influence on the person, the other person. And I think that we can't really help, but notice that. And potentially if we aren't being aware of that and really sticking to our values and our morality, we, uh, you know, and ethically, um, trying to, um, give the other person a voice or to, you know, stay in, um, what we might consider a kind place, we could end up abusing our power in that way. So part of the, you know, part of what I notice as well is that when we end up looking at relationships, it it's a lot of, it's a lot of not acknowledging our power that leads to problems. So, you know, if we're in a relationship and we say, I don't have any power in this relationship, um, you know, oftentimes that isn't necessarily so. And so, you know, finding out what is our position of power is the first step and where do we not have power and how could we change the power dynamics and how can we take our own power? You know, a lot of times power ha comes with responsibility. You know, if we, <laughs> here's a common example. If, if you're going on a date and it's like, you know, the, the guy or the girl, whoever, you know, one of the partners or the, the queer partner decides, okay, I want you to choose which restaurant we're going to. And they choose a restaurant. They're taking that powerful position to say, yes, I'm, t I'm choosing this and I want you to, you know, hopefully you will enjoy it too. But there's a responsibility there that you are choosing something that will be a good place for your date. Now, if you're one of those people that's, you know, if you're, if your date says to you, Hey, where would you like to go for dinner? And you're like, Oh, whatever you want. Uh, you know, I, I'll just go along with that. Then you're giving that power role of making a choice 
back to the other person. So it's like somebody offered you some power, some choice, and you gave it right back. So is that always a bad thing to do? Well, no, but it, you want to realize that you've done that. And so then if you give the power back to the other person and they take you to a restaurant that you absolutely hate, and then you rag on them for the rest of the night because you said, how could you take me to a Chinese restaurant? You know, I hate Chinese food, da, 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 da. You know, do you really have the right to do that? Um, because you gave the power back to them to make a choice. And, um, you know, when we make a choice, so if, so, if it, on the other hand, they, your partner said, hey, where would you like to go for dinner? And you said, well, I'd love to go somewhere, anywhere except for Chinese, you know, at least that would be giving them something to work with. Or you said, hey, I'd love to go to this new Italian place. How do you feel about that? You know, you could have a discussion that then you are taking some of the responsibility instead of not taking responsibility and then being angry or frustrated afterwards that it didn't work out the way you wanted. So a lot of us especially have learned that, oh, it's polite not to say what we want. This is actually, you know, maybe the topic for a whole nother discussion. But, you know, if we aren't willing to step up and have take some power, some of the power and, and make a choice and take the responsibility for that choice, then, you know, we, we actually are uh, leading into kind of this uh, what can be a manipulative or abusive or at least not very um fun relationship because you know one person's trying to you know choose something for the other person and they don't feel that they can and so you get into all these these issues so there's this dynamic interaction of power that we have to start working with and the power is not really bad and i think this is what a lot of us have to actually come to terms with is that it's not bad to take the power like if someone asks you where do you want to go for dinner and you say I'd love to try the little place down the street. That's not a bad thing to take the power and say, this is what I'd like. And if your you know, partner is also empowered to say, that sounds like a great idea. I'm totally on board with that. Now you can both go and have a really great night and feel that equality, feel that like we made a choice to go do this. Um, you know, in the, in the, in terms of, government we might say you know the government is choosing to do something and we we vote or we take some um action we you know protest or we do whatever and if we are doing something or we step up to even work in government or perhaps we start something that um you know uh brings some other uh way of looking at things to light you know if we don't agree we actually have some ways of um you know, talking about that, hopefully, um, then we can have some power in that of choice. I mean, I guess the inevitable choice at the end is to say, you know, what do we do when we don't agree with someone and we don't feel that we have an empowered choice to make, we feel that we are being pressured or coerced into something, you know, and if it's a relationship, I would say, well, you need to really consider if you're going to stay in that relationship. If it's in a country or a government or something where you're looking at that, you know, do you have a choice and how can you work within that? That's a whole another topic probably on maybe beyond the scope of my podcast uh, and beyond the scope of what we can talk about here. But there are some 
What I have felt is that as I become more um, versed in power dynamics and take claiming my power and knowing that I have a choice, I am making a choice. I'm making a choice to live in this country. I'm making a choice to be in this relationship to still, you know, I'm making a choice to get my, uh, my media from certain places. I'm making choices all the time and I need to take responsibility for the consequences of those choices. And if I want to have a different outcome, maybe I need to make a different choice. Um, you know, at, at some rate, we have choice and people might, you know, people often do come and say, hey, I don't have a choice in this matter. What about, you know, I don't know if you were in a concentration camp, you don't have any choice. Well, on some level, I think we have we have a choice within our own selves, whether we stay present or we, you know, take our mind off somewhere else. I mean, on some level, there's a choice there. Do you have a choice to change your circumstances outwardly? Not always. Do you have a choice to change your inner landscape within your own psyche? I think, yes. I think we do have a choice on how we face adversity, on how we uh, show up. So I think we have a choice about that. Can we always influence the outer world to be what we want? Well, no, because there's a lot of things going on in the outer world. Um, but we do have a choice about how we respond to that, how we look inward and really um, call up our own, our own higher self, our own kind of um, inner morality to decide, hey, what, what do I really want to choose here? And you know, is, you know, what's going to be the best for me and for my family and for people that I care about and for the earth. And, you know, what is, if I am going to make this choice, am I going to be okay with the consequences? So, you know, there's something about really looking inward with these choices and not just looking out and blaming other people or blaming the government or blaming the world or blaming the weather or blaming whatever for the for what's going on out there we do have choice within ourselves and you know some of the people that um i've found very admirable or you know have been through horrific situations and made choices to remain constant to their inner ethical standpoints their inner values and they've you know they're amazing people and did they end up having beautiful lives with doing everything they wanted well probably not but you know they became um, voices for uh, what it is to be human. So, you know, that's an interesting, interesting thing. So, you know, we're, we're kind of talking all around power and, and different kinds of power. And I think that it's just one of those topics where we tend to go, oh, power, and we just kind of shy away from it. And I would like to at least offer you, if you're listening, um, the opportunity to dive into power. Like how can we take on some power and feel empowered? And, you know, from that place of deciding that we are going to feel powerful within our own selves, how does that change our outward actions and our outward um, expression of who we are? Because I believe it does. So, you know, perhaps there's something small by just, you know, looking outside. Let's take something kind of, um, fairly, um, fairly, uh, I wouldn't say simple, but we, it's hard to blame. Let's like take the weather. So you look outside in the morning and you see that it's sunny or you see that it's gray and cloudy. You have, um, the power to decide 
whether you're going to, you know, um, face that with uh, excitement and curiosity and um, creativity and, you know, face the world with a smile, or you're going to be pissed off that it's snowing again in April or whatever it is. And um, so, you know, we have the power to decide how we're going to respond to the weather. And within that, I would just challenge you to try it because if you wake up and you say, like, as I did, I have to admit, a couple days yesterday when we had snow, I was like, oh, snow in April just is not okay. And I felt a bit like a victim with like, oh, we're back in winter. Um, you know, I found it difficult to actually, uh, you know, get excited about my day to take a, um, an empowered choice about anything else yesterday because you know it was just like well it's snowing so therefore everything is not the way it should be whereas if i face the day with uh, a smile and say wow you know everything's white is not beautiful um what can i do with that today maybe it's like put on a fire get cozy and do some uh work in the living room kind of day um aren't i lucky to be able to do that so that that would have given me a different day. And I can't say that I always make the choice that is most helpful to me. Um, but that's what I would challenge you to do is even just with something like the weather, when you wake up in the morning, you know, how do you make that choice? How do you empower yourself to respond to something like the weather? And, you know, this is something that we can do as a practice that could be taken into our relationships. You know, if somebody else is in a bad mood, if our partner wakes up on the wrong side of the bed, let's say, does this have to influence us in a certain way? Or do we have the power to choose to be in our, you know, in a mood that we choose to be in? And this can actually change so much in our relationships, just owning that we have this power. So it's not like, oh, you, you've made me depressed because you've woken up in a bad mood. Well, no, nobody's made anything. We can actually decide to do our you know to have our own experience and you know does that mean that we we say no look you have to be cheerful all the time well no but it means we have our own empowerment to decide how we want to respond to that so i think i'm gonna kind of wrap it up with that today but give you that that exercise and and i would love to hear how that goes for you feel free to comment or share this podcast um you know, talk about it with your friends, see what your experience of power is and power sharing and power taking and power giving kind of roles, um, you know, as you work on this in your own relationships. And as I said, you can find out more about me and my programs. I have one on uh, radical responsibility, the power of choice on my website, pleasureforhealth.com. If you want to dive into some of the reasons we find it difficult to take uh, empowered choices and to make those kinds of things. Um, so check that course out and I would love to hear from you. We will see you all soon on the Ask Elsa podcast.